Ace Zebra Fisted. Hard ass days this week. My, my newest job is the best. We drink a lot of beer. <laughs> we very rarely work more than four or five hours in a day. That's good. Well, you're not going to be able to take that back when your wife asks you what you're doing because it's, <laughs> it's on air, motherfucker. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Welcome to overtime. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. And we've got the same beer as last episode. Surprise me. We haven't left the garage. No, we don't leave the garage often. Love Shack. Where the T.O. Libres in my beer. Is that what's giving it the bubblegum flavor? Um, well, yes, because we found that with the beer that we made. It was really fruity, tropical. Very fruity, tropical, yeah. Sweet, yeah. yeah. It is pretty, you know, I don't think I'd want to have too many of these, to be honest with you. No, that's very true. It's It's a switch to Rainier at some point. Lucky. Lucky. Let's let's not bring this lager. up again. We know Pilsner? Rainier's better. Pilsner. Okay, so if you're just joining us and you haven't listened to part one, listen uh, to part one. This first. is kind of part two. We're still having the beers from the first episode and the second episode. This is overtime. About three minutes has passed. No, a minute, <laughs> a minute, minute and a half. About a minute, minute and a half. You're pretty close, actually. Okay, all right. Well, uh, yeah, we no longer edit episodes, so this is all just uncut. And we just release it into the airwaves. Probably less, less politically incorrect than last episode. Oh, yes. More. This is, I will swear less this time, oh. I promise. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Oh, the dog's barking. Why already. was it weird? <laughs> it's no, no. not a weird thing to be mad about. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's just uh, iTunes is, gets all upset if you're explicit. You know what? iTunes have had enough of you. Well, you didn't swear at them. So that's <laughs> I'm a surprise. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> hey, let's start this off with some viewer mail. Viewer, we have listener. viewer mail? Listener mail. Oh, listener mail. Well, okay. we I was have... going to say who's... <laughs> we should, first of all, apologize to our listeners for being somewhat delinquent in our responses <laughs> well, to emails. No kidding. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, <sighs> this one's good. We're just going to say this one came before the summer solstice. <laughs> could have been any time in there. Any time yeah. before. It was after winter, but before summer. It was between 1900 and the <laughs> summer solstice of 2022. <laughs> this, is um, the, this is the problem with overtime. Don't talk on top of me. Oh, shut up. Just leave the question. <laughs> okay. The email's from Patrick. I uh, appreciate the email, Patrick. He says, hi, FI Garage. Since taking your semi-sabbaticals, I would be curious for an enjoyable conversation. Wait, aren't all our conversations enjoyable? Anyway. I think look, you just wanted an episode. Yeah, look, yeah. Looking back at your paths to financial independence. Specifically, what is your top five of FI that you've learned done over the years like he wants the inside scoop here scoop sorry patrick we can't give you that information <laughs> <laughs> you got to come to the garage <laughs> anyway he did throw out some questions here let's do a let's have some fun here let's throw a couple at lightning and, round yeah i'm throwing them lightning at, round i'm gonna throw them to one of you guys Ooh, and you gotta make you gotta answer right okay wait. so we're gonna start with the economist what financial independence item surprised you the most to learn what is well, pass <laughs> <Right? laughs> <laughs> thank you alex <laughs> that's a tough one the most surprised me to learn they're not easy questions no that's yeah. uh I guess that people would listen to our podcast. That was surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good answer. 
That's a good answer. Okay, really? <laughs> that was it? Okay, well, no nugget well, there. Well, how about you? What's your nugget? No, no, no. This is me asking questions. <laughs> I'm the host here, buddy. All right. <laughs> okay, accountant, next one's for you. Okay. Um... What secret FI hack did you find to be helpful to you that you haven't shared with anyone, but today you will? <laughs> secret FI hack. It's uh, going to be reusing toilet paper or something, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything that I haven't really shared. I will say my newest fi hack okay okay is being able to convert from an employee to a contractor and make your rate outrageously large it's been an interesting time hasn't it with the shortage of employees everywhere uh it's a great time to go and negotiate rates or pivot or do something i i have literally since i left my job in february have doubled my rate so if your standard work year is 2,080 hours. That's 40 hours a week over 52 it weeks. It is, yeah. Your arithmetic uh, is correct. <laughs> I could now work 1,000 hours, literally 20 hours a week. Right. And make the same amount of money as I Which was making. Which is what you want to do because four hours a day. That's the correct. Right? Yeah, that's the math yeah. that checks out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I would say... You can probably maybe, raise your rates more too. I could... I. Quite literally could has, raise... Has anybody complained about your current rate? No one has complained about my current rate. I could for sure raise it higher. And I'm going to throw this out there to anybody that's a contractor and is worried about losing clientele. Raise your rates. I guarantee you right now as a contractor, you are probably not charging enough. Yeah. You will know when you're charging too much because you will start losing clients. Don't be afraid to raise your rates for losing clients. You'll find that sweet spot pretty quick. Absolutely. And I don't not, know if you're that's not a gonna, hack that I didn't tell people, but I've learned it. You're recently. not going to lose you all your clients on one day either. No, you're right? not. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay. One more for the economist. What financial independence implementation is your favorite to do or is the most enjoyable? Not paying for a cell phone. I mean, paying very little. Um, yeah, that that was enjoyable at the start. Anyhow, yeah, going from like one hundred and fifty bucks to like forty bucks. The the low hanging fruit of the beginnings, yeah. awesome, right? You're like, yeah. how was I paying so much for insurance and so much for yeah. a cell phone and so much for you know all the little things, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you, are you using the uh, monthly subscription tracker yet? No. That's the one you paid for, right? Yeah, you gotta buy a subscription to track your subscriptions, and their selling feature is you don't have to feel bad about calling and canceling a subscription. We'll do that for you, but I'm paying you to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the flip side of that question to the accountant then is: What implementation did you attempt, only to find no value in it, or realize you valued it more than expected? So. I would say I am not on the spend less side of things. I am on the earn more side of things. Yeah. And I get no joy out of spending less. Right. And so I originally dialed back and I was like, I hate this. This sucks. I want to spend money. So I would rather figure out how to earn more in less time and optimize that side of things than worry about... I never want to live off $30,000 a year. Good for you if you can, <laughs> but like I would hate my life living yeah. off $30,000 a year. So 
But isn't thirty five or thirty? Isn't thirty five the new thirty? Like, oh, okay. I don't understand the question. You, are you talking <laughs> about inflation? I, I'm very bad at math. Let me, <laughs> let me work through this. It helps when I stumble uh-huh, and you guys pick uh-huh. me up. Okay. Uh-huh. No, I, it's what we've seen in the six months of 2022. Everybody's 1 million, 25X, 40K a year, blah, blah, blah. Is that completely out the window now? And they have to start assuming it's 50 minimum, 1.25? 50,000 a year? Yeah. Like, oh. You, I, Everybody used that as like just this arbitrary baseline. Uh, I don't care. I think it was just easy math, honestly, because yeah. it was easy for me. Right. Don't care. So. It's up. That's pers- That's the most personal number going. Oh, totally. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the things you realize when you finally get to the point where like your life is in your own hands is, I mean, we've stopped podcasting because guess how much we really care. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. no 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 i don't mean i don't mean about podcasting i mean about like becoming five because once right. you are you're just like well I, i'm living my life not that we are no not that we are but we also yeah. got to a point where like we all wake up every morning and do whatever we want yeah so that's the goal of what you're getting to the goal is to get to a point where you wake up every morning and you do whatever you want that or, doesn't have to mean that you're fully financially independent it doesn't mean you don't work it means right. you wake up every morning and you have autonomy over your life. Like that's what are the keys to happiness? Isn't it autonomy, mastery, and purpose? Purpose. Yeah. yeah. Find those three things. That's the main thing you need to find. Oh, is that those the secret? Three things. Well, apparently you answered the secret question. I answered no, the secret I, question. Th- it's the really baseline for yeah. you know our for our psyche. It's it's our psyche, not our physical well being. Our psyche is, and so the, okay, so. Oh, Bringing that back into what you're talking about then is I've been trying to figure out what I want to do. Yeah. Right? You have no purpose. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay. At, well, at mastery too. And I'm not, I'm not making light of that. No, no. No, I agree yeah. with you. And that's fine. You and, have mastery. Okay. But maybe I want to do something where I am learning and developing the mastery. Right. Brewery. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of brewery. Uh, yeah, I could use more. I've got the lowest beer on the table. Yeah, you do. That's unfortunate for you. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to talk. Go you get, you well, tell ask, us your point, ask, and then we'll discuss yeah, while you get beer. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, well, the economists can go to the fridge, and I'll keep talking. I want to hear what you're going to say. You keep talking, then you get us a picture, and we'll answer yeah. the last question you say, or the next question you ask. So Autonomy, you don't, mastery, you and purpose. You, okay, so... You don't have a purpose. Well, let me back up and give you a bit bigger picture here right my 22 years roughly career has been uh challenging it has purpose in the sense that it's a you haven't crashed any helicopter pilot well that's a good purpose no helicopters have gone down no well it's not it's nothing to do with that's not what he's saying no i've gone down (laughs) (laughs) don't put words in my mouth Put beer in my mouth. <laughs> it has purpose, but it doesn't have purpose in the sense that you're helping society, you're helping human beings, right? So to me, when I say like those three things, like purpose is like helping society, helping your fellow, you know, humans. Yep. That's kind of like the purpose that I would like to get to, which Tra- is the podcast. Traveling abortion clinic. Oh, come on. I'm not going political. <laughs> so... 
I've been trying to find other ways. So originally I was like, well, you know, what's a purposeful thing to do with my mechanic skill set is to be flexible and help people. You know, I like scooters and motorcycles. So provide some services for those people, which we don't have a lot of here, or they're super busy where people can't get things done. Yeah. Right. But I quickly realized how frustrating that is. And unfruitful. And unfruitful for the amount of time that you spend on it. Right. So, did it have purpose? Well, yeah, it kind of did. Did I have mastery? Well, yeah, I enjoyed working on it. And the autonomy part? Well, I guess I kind of did because I did it out of my garage on my own time. But I I have to be really selfish here. There's some value to my time. And I'd, yep. I'd rather just go purely volunteer and give my time to a cause than trying to run a business doing the best you can for people that don't have a lot of money for your services, right? It's difficult to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is where I come back to going to my career job was, is easier and I can reconcile it better for a higher rate of pay for a shorter period of time. And then when my time is my time, then I can, you know, be with family or go and volunteer or do whatever. Right. So right. long way about that. I think if you've got, like you've talked about accountant in the last show and this one is if you've got the ability to go and earn, go and earn, and then use the rest of your time to fulfill the, the purpose. The purpose. Yeah. 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 Well, I've, I've said that a lot with like volunteering and different things like that. I've seen different people who they get to that stage of their career and they want to retire and volunteer. And I've seen a couple clients of mine be like, well, I make $200 an hour. So it makes no sense for me to go volunteer at a $20 an hour job. Right. Because I can 10x that 20 hour, a dollar, $20 an hour job by going and earning and donating the money. Yeah. yeah. Which you can also say what you want of just getting away from that job and just enjoying the volunteer yeah, work and right. doing yeah. that. But I can also understand people where they're like, well, I'm just going to keep doing this job, making the really good money that I make. Yeah. And donating all of that now as like my part-time, like now I'm going to go down to part-time. I'm going to do it a couple days a week and I'm going to donate a hundred percent of my income. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it makes more sense to do that. Yeah. And it does a greater good. Right. And obviously they don't hate their job. Obviously they don't hate their job. Did you notice I just had to have a drink of water? Where's the, how do we get beer in this oh, place? He's, he's, he's a rookie. I am. He is a rookie. I'll go pour the beer. Talk about oh, yourselves. wait, ask us the next question. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, to, uh, to someone. <sighs> Patrick, thanks for the email again. Here is the most difficult question ever. That's what he says or you say? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to read while <laughs> I talk. You know how hard it is to read while I talk? <laughs> I only use one side of my brain at any one time. <laughs> That's probably even pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> what specific action... Did you do after learning about financial independence that moved the needle the most for you? Okay. This is, this is for right. $600 in double jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> uh, what do you think for you? What did I do that moved the needle the most? Um, started my own company. Yeah. But that, that wasn't really something that I learned after learning about financial independence. So I, I've got a same kind of thing where I didn't know, I didn't know what it was called, 
until I discovered financial independence. Right. But I think the sole thing you can do that will move the needle the most mm-hmm. is house hacking. Right. There's nothing that can move the needle that much. Yeah. You can get rid of your rent expense. That's the biggest line in everybody's Absolutely. Is. And I guess the other one is uh, starting to invest. Yeah. Right? Like. That immediately. Yeah. And. Things in the right direction. And that's the. That's another tough one for people. Who, yeah. Just who get started. To, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Just do it. Just. Your first time. Five bucks a month. Right? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Just get in the uh, pain yourself first mindset. Yeah. yeah. Slowly chip away at everything in your life that costs you money. Right? Look at this. Somebody learned how to carbonate. Oh, oh look at him. Wow. He's actually look got at a the beer. Perfect head on that. It's like. Wow. We had car problems. This one. Oh, man. Is that from my keg? I wonder if keg? anybody can hear what's going on. <laughs> my keg or your keg? Well, I figured we'd drink out of your keg. That seems rude. <laughs> well, well you drink out of my keg most you're of drink, the time. You're drinking for one, though. You're, exactly. Well, that's true. I kind of overheard a little bit of what you were saying, and I was just going to throw in my uh, finishing off on that comment. Was Nobody asked you. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. No. Th- I think what moves the needle the most, from my opinion, obviously, is be- beginning to invest. I heard The Economist saying that, but... Have the discussion with your partner if you have one. Invest more than you think you can afford. Right. And automate it. And just let it start plugging away. And and then figure out how to live off the rest type thing. So pay yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Because it spiral it like snowballs pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And you will get huge psychological benefits when you hit like 10K and then 20K and then 50K and then 100K. Totally. And you're like, whoa, it's like I'm gonna throw in something and this may have answered or maybe the part answer to a bunch of questions. But at the beginning, I read a lot. Yeah. And it was just reinforcing. Education. Well, it wasn't really education, though. Because you read the first book. <laughs> tasty. And the first book tells you basically everything. But it's it's reinforcing by reading more. And just getting... Getting it down. Yeah, I've been doing Getting the same in thing. The like, I like the first beer, but the more I have, I reinforce the more I like. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, how much <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. What yeah. do you think of this one? This is great. This is our homebrew. This is us. This Whoop. is still love shack so over good. here. Yeah, I know. Well, whatever. Do you know? Do you know what this is supposed to be? That we put the wet yeast in that for I sure. I think we put the wet yeast. Well, in. Guaranteed, we did. So it doesn't taste like bubblegum. No bubblegum. This is no, bullshit. <laughs> You can't please him. I don't even like bubblegum. I know. He showed up here. He's been drinking free beer (laughs) the whole night. The whole night. I don't even like bubblegum. Of course you don't. No. That's one of our good ones. That's delicious. Yeah. I thought so too. Okay. uh, Enough with Patrick's email. Thanks for that. He did throw in that he wanted to bring us a growler beer. So if you find us on the island, we will definitely sort something out of that. He says, uh, Cranog Ales. Oh, up up near so up near good. Salmon Arm. So yeah. there's a, a shout out to that they for all the future year. beer sponsorships that we don't have. Cranog does the backhand of God, don't they? Yeah, it's funny. You very good. Very, very good. That was like a trivia question because that's what he said in here. Oh, it's one of my favorite beers. I, I have to ask the uh, mechanic a question though. Oh, okay. Because okay. he didn't ask this one and I know your answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you already did before Fi? Or did you before do, I learned about before fi? you learned about before fi. I learned about fi. 
Did you have anything that was fi-ish you were doing in your life? I think a lot of things. Oh, yeah? I, I think so. I mean, I've always been, like, frugal naturally, right? Like, I would always shop secondhand if I could. You know, it's my choice to, you know, shop online for secondhand goods or um, reuse, repurpose, fix something, repair it, all that kind of stuff, which I, I think is a big part of financial independence. I get it that some people aren't mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't changed for me at all. I think I probably shop more in the classifieds now than I ever have because it's a much easier marketplace now. It is. It's easier to, you know, the people are yeah. more legit. It's like, there's a lot of transactions going on that are really simple. Yeah. I just do have to say that this isn't going to be to the listeners, but I just want to vent and get it off my chest. Be better at communicating. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, and be better at showing up if yes. you say you're going to. Oh, right. Well, like if I ask you... A, I've, I understand now that I can only leave like a one line text message to anybody. Cause if you ask multiple questions, you'll only get one answer. They get lost. Yeah. Like what happened to reading comprehension? Right. Uh, that doesn't exist, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, COVID. 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 <laughs> this is the last podcast for the <laughs> COVID. Can you imagine the five of us being quarantined here? Two dogs and <laughs> right? three drunk idiots? Oh, my goodness. Man, we'd get a lot of podcast recordings. We'd have to hang the podcasts. TV back on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, okay, good enough. Thanks for those questions. We had another email, didn't we, that we didn't uh, talk about? Probably. You said you had one from April that you didn't respond to. Oh, thanks. Thanks for throwing me under the bus there. Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm not the guy who didn't respond to that one. That's true. Yeah, that's sorry true. guys, we're, you know, kind of fine now, so we don't do a lot. <laughs> well, okay, so this is from Jason. Yeah. And I I thought I replied to this, but anyway, I'll have to reread it. But it was it was pretty cool because he talked about how his progression towards FI and uh, he said, I've been listening to the FI Garage often lately and hope there's a new show in queue. So here you go, Jason. Here's a new show. <laughs> Here's a new show. <laughs> Just after the summer solstice. <laughs> Back to backs. <laughs> he says his three favorite shows are Leverage. Should you take a year off? Ooh, definitely take a year off. Always take a year off. Yeah, you haven't even taken a year off. <laughs> It's kind of a year off. You're I golf whenever I want to. I go mountain biking whenever I want to. Not a year to. off. Worst quitter ever. And, I know I'm the worst quitter ever. And and he said, uh, "Risks of fire." Remember, we did that one with Peter Gallant. That would inflation. be inflation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to edit that laugh straight into the mic out. Well, you know, it's no editing. You can't just blew a speaker. Can't edit. Yeah. And nope. he he did give a shout out to Kevin as a great guest. So right well, on. Kevin is pretty smart. Okay, so let's let's back up the truck here. Risks of fire. Remember, because. You didn't. You missed that one because we talked. With I wasn't. Peter. Yeah, because that was a camp mustache. Camp mustache is happening again, twenty twenty two. So if you're listening to this and you're dying to go meet every other mustache in Canada, but we won't be there. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, you're going. Well, I'm we not, don't have a free place to stay in Toronto I, I, anymore. I'm not saying yes. Toronto. Are we going to take the FI garage bus on the road? <laughs> the bus is going on a cross Canada trip. Isn't it in September? Mm-hmm. I have a child due in October. I'm yeah. not going anywhere. In we'll September. get you back in time. <laughs> Tell that to my wife, boys. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the risks of fire. Okay. Did I don't think we talked about that with Peter. Inflation? Yeah. Is that a risk of fire? 
Is it not? Guys, can we classify it properly? Runaway inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Stagflation? Maybe. Also a risk. Okay, what's stagflation? Stagflation. Something the accountant is not facing. (laughs) Also true. Okay, okay, maybe the economist (laughs) should answer this. It's basically when the market or the economy is bad and there's inflation. High inflation with low economic growth. Yeah. Are we go are we going there? That's it. it. Certainly looks like it. Oh. Are we going there? Who can tell? <laughs> what typical economist, eh? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I'll tell you where we're not going. I'll tell you where we're not going. So I like Economists and weather people the same now? No, weather people are much more accurate. I was gonna say, I was gonna say less. No, no, more. I mean, they predict, and their predictions are generally wrong. Yeah, but they're much more accurate than economists. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> more accurate. I don't disagree at all, but this is delicious homebrew. Yeah, we crushed this. Mm. What is this? This is a Hefeweizen. It's a wit. I mean, it's a wit, technically. Can I mean, you... It has Hefeweizen grains no. with a wit yeast. I think, you know what would make this better? Bubblegum? Orange. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little uh, orange peel would be real nice. Do you want, do you want me to see what I can do for yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I actually have something for you. Let's do it. Can you manage to talk amongst yourselves? Yeah. Uh, while yeah. I'm gone? We're, we're talking about... We're much better without that you, there, actually. Let me, let me prime you. That nobody cares about stagflation. Don't pause this just because you're I'm leaving. not going to pause it. I'm going to give you something to talk about. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> that really caused a dead air segment right there, didn't well, it? Well, i got to do some reading. <laughs> He's never been good at that. So you think we're into stagflation for like forever? Not forever. Could nothing last forever? <laughs> the planet doesn't last forever. Come on. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you're going to see it for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's going to impact you? Do I think it will impact me? I don't know. I mean, right now, nobody's there to work. Like, that has to also end soon, right? You like, think no one are... can fill positions. Yeah. There's What's nobody. Like, Is it the baby boomers all retired? I think it's, I'm going to bet there's no single one answer to the lack of anybody available to do any work. Yeah. I think there's a whole bunch of people that stayed home because they were getting stimulus checks. But that's done. But it's, it is and it isn't. Okay. I think there's a whole bunch of people that retired when COVID hit because they were just like, screw it, I'm out. I think there's a whole bunch of people that didn't immigrate to the country that normally would have because we closed down immigration for a couple of years. So I think it's kind of a perfect storm of a whole bunch of things. And then all the fire people fired. And all the fire people fired. Yeah, it's our fault. Yeah. Yeah, fire fault. Definitely. Yeah. I, th- I think we should blame it 400% on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you trust me? No, yeah. Never. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Conflicting opinions. Surprising. <laughs> I'm going to do something in your beer and there's no take backs. There is. It's called the sink. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, offer no, offer your beer. I got to top up. Offer me your beer. There you go. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was totally what we got out of that. Did you just spritz it with heroin? No, I spritzed it with uh, orange essence of orange. Oh. Ooh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> okay, well, shameless plug. Oh, while, yeah. While we're throwing this out there. This is Ooh, a this is a natural orange. Arom- it's an aromatic garnish from Bar Chef Project Let's out see. of Toronto, Ontario. Uh, so you'll remember we did the Toasted Old Fashions from them. And- but but now- <laughs> <laughs> not straight up the nose. It's not an inhaler. <laughs> but now you're cheating. 
Well, okay. any breweries that yeah, use yeah, tinctures, yeah, yeah. I'm calling you out. You're cheating if you use tinctures. To do what? Flavor your beer. Yeah. Oh, but many put a wedge of orange on their beer. That's not cheating. That's not what I'm talking well, about. Well, that. So no, I'm this not is more like the. Spritzer, I didn't say we were cheating. Oh, okay. I'm saying if you put tinctures into your beer, right, you are cheating. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, just to finish it's off, got a nice nose. That well, now uh, you got your orange spray one. thing. So just to finish off J- Jason's email, and I apologize, Jason, because I I need to read this whole thing, and actually you've got some good points in here. But he did include... All our listeners have good points when they email. They're generally much smarter than we are. Yes. Yeah. They should be podcasting. They probably should. Yeah. No, no, that's why they're smarter, because they're not sitting <laughs> yeah, here. <together>. right? <laughs> He's got a spreadsheet here. He sent... I haven't even sent this to you, account, because I don't want you to get too excited, but he's got a very, very detailed spreadsheet, and... This comes back to something I brought up in several episodes past is get on your financial independence journey, but learn how to build your own basic spreadsheet. And I'm surprised you didn't give me, rib me for that. I, I was, I was going to say you've never followed through on that <laughs> advice. I don't like spreadsheet. I've never said that I do, but I, I reluctantly do. But my point is like, he's got, look at this. I'm just looking at, it. he's got. Nah, starts he on line look two. Well, he's in front of a computer and none of us can see He's got 39 about. spending categories. Okay. I, I have six. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just telling you, I'm impressed. Yeah. 39 spending categories. So if people out there like, okay, we t- when we talked about like our really early episodes, mm. it was track your spending, yeah. right? Like that's the number one thing that moves the needle at the beginning. Right. Track your spending. So well, tracking your spending doesn't move the needle at all. It but makes you realize, out, yeah, what you makes you realize yeah. the whole what's going yeah. on. So there you go. Jason set the bar pretty high. He's got thirty nine spending categories. Uh-huh. I'm impressed, and we got to send him some beer. Apparently, from the amount he's consumed here. Did he have uh, no questions? You didn't ask any questions from Jason. Yeah, I didn't actually have any questions. He was just just commenting about things. It's just a very friendly, warm listener email. Rock and roll. Rock on. Um, Now you're looking at me like I know what I'm going to say next. This is is overtime, boys. (laughs) I forgot we were on overtime. Oh, so have you heard of Camel, Camel, Camel? Is that the board game? There's a board game named Camel, Camel, Camel? There's a... There's a game where you bet on the camels, which one will come in first. And it's pretty <laughs> have awesome. You, have you been to the interactive board game cafe? No. I didn't know there were that many board games. Oh, it's stupid. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So, okay. So there's that many board games. How, like none of them can be profitable. No, I can't imagine. Right? Is it just. Very, very few. A bunch of passion projects? Is that what Gotta be. Gotta be. Have you never watched, uh, like. Uh, Dragon's Den or Shark Tank when people come on I'm like okay here's my idea for a board game and they're like fuck off <laughs> they get, like throw it trash like, first they get uh, completely trashed by the host and then they get thrown out yeah. Um, yeah. no so Camel 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 not a board game this is going to be the only hot tip of the episode is it cigarettes negative 
We yeah. have talked about this before. You're not, we some have. some sort of Amazon thing or something. You, ping ding. Winner. There you go. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about it. First time I've ever had an email from them, which is saying something because I get they an email. I get an email from Mark's Work Warehouse. Every time I buy socks, I'm like on the freaking email list. It right. drives me crazy. <laughs> Every time I buy you a back brace. <laughs> yes, I did need a back brace. I have to thank the accountant for uh, saving me uh, recently. Yeah. Well, that's the only problem about going back to work and then you injure yourself. Uh, so Camel 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 is a, I guess it's a, what do they call it? It's an app that you add on to your Google web browser, right? That I, I put in, I didn't even remember that I put this in there. You asked about water filtering. I put this in there for a low price alert mm-hmm. on water filters because I don't want to just buy them now, but I want them before inflation hits the price of them, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is going to be another thing I bring up in a second. But anyway, it's kind of cool. It sends me an email and says, this exact thing that you wanted is now the lowest price it's been in the last year and a half. So you've had this app for three years and you got one. I've never bought anything. <laughs> <laughs> and you've well, gotten one alert. It's only as good as the, the data user. you want. Like yeah. as much information as you want to give it to track yeah. for you, whatever yeah. it's So this, so camel, camel, camel. It was a listener that brought it up to our attention. I just can't remember who it was, especially not in overtime. <laughs> are you stocking up? On what? Stuff. Like, yeah. are you buying stuff now? Because no. you think it's going to go up. So much toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> My whole house is toilet paper. whole thing. No, like, you're not, you haven't bought stuff thinking, oh, this is going to be much higher cost next year. I'll buy it now. No, time value money. Time value money. Oh, wow. You're sitting a long way from your microphone now. I got to adjust. I, no, I just piss off. <laughs> the economist just fell out <laughs> of his chair. That would have been, so he's gone. That would have been so good. <laughs> Trying to avoid. Trying not to kill the duck. <laughs> uh, no. Why Why would you stock up? Oh, I think, I mean, I was always an aggressive sale purchaser at the grocery store okay I'm no not. no different no different than i was but but so even we had joked about in the start of the pandemic filling up a oil drums and burying them in the backyard totally should have done that right yeah. which sure would have been hilarious and also would have like been reasonably well on scale on scale right. but like that's so what like Let's take the joking aside and say you had legitimately buried three oil drums in your backyard and filled them with gasoline. Yeah. Like maybe a couple hundred dollars in savings. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I agree. It's not, who cares? And here's the thing, my thing about it. That's an extreme example, but yes, the storage costs of any stocking up just kills any benefit you get from it. Yeah, and there's a time that, like, right. if I spend $100 today or I spend $5 a week for the next year, time value of money kicks in still. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't see the point unless the only time that I feel like stocking up is really worthwhile is if you're like, this doesn't go bad or it's something I use all the time and I'm going to make one decision today and it means I don't have to make a decision for another year. Great. Perfect. Do it. Stock up on it and just be like, I never have to worry about this again. It's not even in my mind anymore. Especially if it's a low um, spatial item. Totally. Right? Where the storage isn't a big issue. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, if you bought a year's worth of toilet paper, 
You might have room in your house, but it's going to be a pain in your ass. It's going to be... Well, I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's two-ply. It should be quite comfortable in the ass. Did you just say that out loud? Did, oh, I turned my mic down. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fair. I don't think... I mean, I definitely haven't changed anything, but I have noticed that at the grocery store, some things are, are seem to be on sale less now. For sure. Right? Like, did you notice in the fridge I have... Like 2.4 kilos of cheese. That's not new. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I'm mad at London Drugs. If you're listening to London Drugs, your online shopping system failed me this week. I can't get my chocolate bars. You're out of chocolate bars? Getting close. I had to buy the sale. Wow. Wow. You and your freaking chocolate bars. Tough times. Yeah, I know. It's so tough for you. Tough times. times. Sorry, while I play my tiny violin over right. here. I I hate that so much. The little tiny violin, violin stuff. Don't like it? No, annoying, annoying, really annoying. It's not. It's not like that. You gotta like slide the finger over. What are you a violinist? <laughs> it's a hard instrument to play. <laughs> the finger. Violin. No one said it wasn't hard to play. <laughs> what percentage do you think over here is? <laughs> Lots. Lots. I don't know. Aren't hefts generally low? No, but the problem Not is when we, we make them. <laughs> we've been making this one, and the problems were like, "Ooh, that that worked well." Let's <laughs> high test. <laughs> yeah, you make nine percent hefts. No, not it's nine. Probably, it's probably five and a half. It's probably might be six. <laughs> Was that through the nose? No, no, I oh, caught myself in okay. time. Yeah, I don't. I don't have orange spritz in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how come I got to always bring up the topics? Accountant, your turn. You're in the hot seat. What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Uh, good yeah. talk. Good talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you out there. No, uh, you almost got me that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think one of the biggest things that we've learned, or maybe that should be the question, is what is the biggest thing that you've learned? This week? No, in the whole FI journey. Oh. He's he's chomping at the bit. Give it to the mechanic. I want to say something. <laughs> yeah, I want to get your response to this. But as I said in the last, the first episode and the second episode before overtime, I think getting to financial independence or fire, whatever you want to call it, is easy, relatively from a process point of view. But I think people fail at. The next phase. What's like the, the next phase? The FI phase or the fire phase or like the after phase. The quitting? Yeah. See, I completely disagree. You, it's you, not. What? what? It's not a failure. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it's not, it's not a failure. You said failure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have witnessed <laughs> They suck at the next phase. What's the. Is it the second? But I think that ties into the whole are we too conservative episode. Right. Of of course we are. Yeah. Yeah, Because you're going to go out there. You're going to earn money. You're going to do things. You're going to be productive. I like earning money. I I like earning money. I like being productive. I like being a contributing member of society. Yeah. And now all I do is whatever I want. I like being a semi-contributing member? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I like, but it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do like being a contributing member of society, but- not through work. Right. Yeah. And I think... So now it's back to the purpose discussion. Yeah. Well, it's not the purpose. I think 
there's no other way to go about it. But I think you need to recognize that you're going to hit a point on your Phi journey where Phi and fire and all that become back burners. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah. like learning, yeah. learning to ride a bike. When you first learn to ride that bike, every little bit is important and you got to focus on pedaling and you got to focus on all this stuff. And eventually you're just cruising down the street and you're going to get to a point where you're just cruising down the street. And now you get to decide where you want to go. Right. You're no longer learning to ride the bike. Now you're deciding it, where you want the bike to take you. It's muscle memory. It's muscle memory. Yeah. You're just yeah. going to do yeah. it and you're going to figure it out and you get this new exciting part of your life where you're like, well, what do I want now? So the dog days of five when, uh, when you're like, I just want to get there already. Yeah. 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 That's when you keep, is that when you're falling off the bike? Yeah. That's that probably analogy? when you're falling off the bike. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get tired. Right. You get tired. Yeah. Because you're, like, oh, you're not good at I'm it yet. I'm still pushing yeah. up this hill. Yeah. Like, why? 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 Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. But I guess what you, kind of my point was in, is that I think we've, you know, the show's kind of established itself as none of us are like super keen to hit fire, like financial independence, retire early. Yeah. We, we kind of ch- we pivoted away from that very early. We've talked about it. And, it is, and some people, sure, that's your goal. Do You do you. You do you. But I think... If you do that and you don't know why, and that's, of course, a big discussion in this community is why of fire, fire, right? People suck at the next phase. Yes. And and nobody really throws a party for you when you get to coast fire, fire, fire. It's we, you we and your a, spouse or, you know, you and your immediate financial we, friends. We had a quitting party for me. We yeah, I know. That's true. Yeah, we, we even went to the bar. I know. We got <laughs> second in trivia every right. round. <laughs> yeah. It was so frustrating. I could only afford one beer that night. <laughs> yeah, because you couldn't sit at the table because your back was broken. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you wear the back brace that day? I did. Are you wearing the back brace now? I'm not. Oh, that <laughs> seems bad. Congratulations. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll brace you guys. So there's no party generally? Well, I guess my point is, is that it's just part of the <laughs> oh what oh what no i just thought it. i have to tell you guys this because you'll appreciate it i was talking to my neighbors and i'm like oh no like i can't come back out tomorrow because i'm going to a retirement party and my neighbor's like yours <laughs> <laughs> i was like well no but fair question well remember i hinted at like several episodes ago that retirement or fires bullshit yeah well we know that we know it's bullshit because like Good on you for getting there. Like, no, I'm not taking anything away from the effort and the focus that it takes to get there. For sure. But if you're focused and driven enough to get there, you're, you're going to do stuff. You're going to be doing stuff. Yeah. So it's are you just, saying we should not have retirement parties? We should have... What are you doing next parties? Five parties? Well, yeah. Or you're in charge of your own life parties? Yeah. But we don't have those. It should be It should be like um, Alarm Clock Freedom Day. Yeah. The, the other one that really gets me is they're... There's always the people out there that are like, oh, what if everything goes wrong? What if things, what if you got to go back to work? Or what if you got to do this? What if you got to do that? Just a like, second. Alarm clocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about them? They don't exist, do they? It's just a myth. Okay. So, so funny thing. Uh-huh. I work the last three days up before my alarm every day. Right. Even though I don't generally have like a five day a week alarm clock job. Yeah. What's I'm, going on there? I'm pretty sure alarm trucks are just for like flights. Correct. That's I can. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I that's been my number one change is there's no alarm clock. I just wake up when I want to wake up. Yeah. When I wake up, I go to work. Yeah. What do you mean change? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> well, I wasn't as good as you. I, I also, even, even though I will go out on a limb here and say I'm a fairly self-motivated individual. Okay, you can have some more beer. Thanks for the Thank you. click and point. Well, no one could have heard the click. Calm oh, down. Yeah. I was, it was the full silence of my <laughs> mid-sentence thought. Just talk already. It's nice to have some pressure in your life. Like some deadline, some Under force. pressure. <laughs> Come Love Shack is a little old place where... You know, that, that little added push, that force that you know makes you work and rise to a higher level like when you came over tonight i was like literally ready for bed i had a yeah. high pressure day i was mentally like wiped yeah i feel great now because beer Ninety <laughs> percent of the game's half beer <laughs> <laughs> but having a social interaction chatting about the stuff you know like all these things um I totally forgot what that train of thought was going. You ruined it for me. Uh, uh, yeah, I did. No, is having some pressure of of some form of workplace mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you know pushes you a little beyond the oh, I get to an get obligation. Up. Yeah, I get to get up and kind of plan my day the way I want to plan my day. I, for me personally, I like that. Every once in a while, being pushed hard and to your limit is a good thing. So, but that's not limited to work. They've done a significant amount of longevity studies on like human lifespan. And yeah. like the minute you stop learning new things, challenging yourself or doing anything is like when you start dying. Yes. But so like, what, what are you going to be? You're going to be 35 and like, oh, I'm not, I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. Like you're going to need some kind of physical challenge. You're going to need some kind of mental challenge. Like that's how you grow. That's how you get that's better. That's why we curl, right? That's why we curl. Yeah. Because how do I throw this rock down the ice with this much beer in my system? Right. <laughs> Difficult task. It's hard. Well, this is, this is come, comes back to my, my whole point about people sucking when they leave full time. So what do you, why do they suck when they leave? Yeah. What did they do wrong? Well, because you go through like this, Oh, I don't have to work anymore phase. Right. And that's why like the episode of should I take a year off is super important. Right. You go through this phase of, uh, and I think I actually went through it and you, you haven't gone through it account because you've refused to quit long <laughs> enough. Oh yeah. I haven't quit at all. Right. <laughs> Ever. But like three to six months in, you get real lazy. Mm-hmm. And you get kind of complacent and you get kind of bored, interesting, bored, but it's hard to self-motivate to a really high level unless you've got some like crazy hobbies or crazy volunteer passion, passion project that you've always wanted to get to. Fair enough. I, I but get left to your own devices, mm -hmm. you slow down to the point of being unhealthy physically and mentally. I understand what you're saying, but I think also the right subset of people being bored can be a really good thing because there's going to be a lot of people in this category where like they've been so high achieving going after stuff for their whole life that being bored can be good. It's a reset. It'll like open your mind and all like I find a lot of times when I force myself to sit somewhere and not have a phone and not have media and not have a book and just exist is some of the times I have my best ideas 
because it kind of triggers a reset in your brain and you're forced to sit around and you're for, like, I force myself to be bored every now and then. Like, spend a day sitting in this couch in the sunroom at the back of my house with no phone, no book, no nothing. Like, sit, have a coffee, spend five hours sitting here. It's a pretty great reset, and it can be pretty, actually, like, kick you back into high gear. Hmm. Okay, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Where did you learn that? Where did I learn that? Well, it sounds a little bit like a meditation type thing. I guess it is kind of a meditation. I've... I guess it's just something I've picked up over the years of like, I've been forced into it over the years because I'm an idiot and I hurt myself a lot. (laughs) And so like generally anytime I've like been injured and I've been stuck sitting in a chair with a broken knee or an ankle or whatever, eventually you get to the point where you're like, I don't want to watch any more TV. Like there's nothing else Mm -hmm. I can do. And I end up at a point where I'm sitting on a couch and that actually generally gets me back into like, okay. I've got a rehab. Here's all the things I want to do. Here's what I want out of my life. Here's, mm-hmm. you know, that that forced sedation almost resets everything. Yeah, that's an interesting one. And yes, I did say that because I recently sprained my MCL mm-hmm. and was stuck in a chair. Yes. So yes. that's recency bias? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> recency <laughs> bias. Yeah. Nice. Uh, this, Next topic, please. This, this overtime is getting way too serious. Yeah. Especially should we shotgun like seven beers then? Well, I think we need I to have... think what we should do is the accountant should spray the spritz up his nose and see how that goes. Let's not turn it into a <laughs> jack wagon shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mm. feel like that would hurt. <laughs> what, this up your nose? <laughs> oh, God. It burns. Oh, it burns. Oh, don't I'm, breathe. I'm glad don't breathe. He's the idiot who did it. Don't breathe. Oh. But the allergies are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burns in my brain. It's worse than a COVID test. <laughs> it's better in the beer. Oh, mm. is it, it smells fresh? Smells very yeah. Are you orange fresh? <laughs> There's a Terry's chocolate orange on my nose. <laughs> Go fill the pitcher up. Let's do proper overtime. We're going for round three. Well, I mean, we're like 49 minutes into this debacle. Done. <laughs> Round three it is. Yeah, well, there might be a part three, folks. So, uh, you know, don't say we don't record anymore. <laughs> Good night. For now. Adios. <laughs>